0: Welcome to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Fitzpatrick. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur looking to have a thriving business, you've come to the right place. We cover the best marketing, growth, and business tips sprinkled with a little bit of mindset to keep you motivated. How would you like to get featured in Forbes? Who wouldn't, right? That is why we're going to dig into this and a whole lot more with our special guest as we discuss what you need to know about public relations. Hi, I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing, where we believe marketing shouldn't be difficult. All you need is the right plan. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am really excited to have with me today Jay Feldman from Otter PR. Jay, thanks so much for joining us and taking the time. Really appreciate
1: it. Tim, I appreciate you having me on the show and love the introduction. I'm super excited to see what I can give back to your audience and teach them all about PR.
0: Awesome. I love it, man. I was on your your podcast a little while back, Mentors Collective, so I, I certainly appreciate you popping on and, and sharing your wisdom with our audience uh, as well. So um, before we get into things, just fun fact, what, what's your favorite movie and, and
1: why do you like it? Uh, so common date question, and it's been the same answer for a couple of years now. It's gonna be Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf and of Wall Street. One, I'm a huge Leo fan, but then I've never been in a movie theater. I'm like sitting on the edge of my chair, just like yes, like I love this guy. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so It gets me super hyped up. I, I love everything about it. I'm I'm gonna go with Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Okay, cool. It's a, it's definitely a good one. What a crazy story. It's kind of hard to believe yeah. that somebody actually lived that. Um, crazy, especially somebody like me who's kind of on the straight straight and narrow a little bit more frequently. So yeah, uh, yeah crazy story. Um, so before we jump into, you know, PR and all these cool things about it, um, tell us a little bit more about you, you know, what you're doing now with Otter PR, you know, you kind of, it seems like you have an interesting background,
1: so I'd love to learn more about it. Yeah. And I like to think I have an interesting background too. I actually graduated from medical school a little more than a year ago. So I'm a medical doctor. And through medical school, I actually started and grew a seven-figure marketing agency that was focused kind of around Instagram growth. I ended up selling that and jumping into PR when I realized uh, the model that I was running on my marketing agency wasn't sustainable. It was based on Instagram automation. And it did really well, but algorithms came around, business crashed. We had a huge pivot into PR. And this is something I'd been doing for a while already for myself and my partner, Uh, building up our own media presence as thought leaders. And I've been featured in all of the major media outlets. Uh, So has my partner. And we decided to go into business together and do this for people. And it just exploded. Uh, So we've been running this PR agency about a year now. uh, But I've been in the marketing space for a long time. And now we're located out of Orlando, Florida. Uh, This is our offices. We've got a team of about 35 now and growing quickly and yeah we we focus on everything from organic p r to paid p r to verification to Wikipedia, and it's just been a blast I, I love the people that I work with, I uh, love our clients, and i've um you know this is this is it for me hey, oh, so
0: why did you get all the way through medical school or did you or you were you not quite sure at that point?
1: So I wasn't sure I was going to be a successful entrepreneur, you know, as most aren't until they get started until halfway through medical school. At that point, you just finish. The hardest part is is already over with. And I do love (laughs) medicine. And I I talk about all the time and I probably will uh, go back into training at some point when I sell sell the company, uh, which is the eventual goal. Uh, But I do love medicine. Don't get me wrong. I still uh, teach, educate, create content uh, regarding it. But obviously, business gives you the freedom and the lifestyle that... Everybody wants, and I'll be able to get back on a much larger scale doing what i'm doing now
0: yes, yes, well, and I guess if uh you know if you anybody on your staff is sick, you can always diagnose so they're they're in good shape I won't though i <laughs> <laughs> Go see a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess that could get uncomfortable sometimes, right? Illegal. Uh,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't currently have malpractice insurance. Yes, yes. Uh,
0: Yeah, so I said you had an interesting background. I wasn't lying. So so let's dig into this PR stuff because I think uh, PR for a lot of small businesses especially is – uh, man, it's like a black box. I mean, they have no idea what the hell is going on with it and, and where those benefits are. So I'm excited to dig into some of this stuff. Um, so first off, let's talk about how you get verified on social media. I think it's also important for us here to hit on kind of what is being what is being verified on social media as well, just to make
1: sure everybody's on the same page. Sure. So I'll start off with the what is verified for the people listening who don't know quite what that means. And that's that blue check mark that you see across every social media platform you've ever been on that's next to names of, you know, household thought leaders, brands that are very commonly up here in the media. And the purpose of verification is to prevent an account from being impersonated or falsified by somebody else trying to be that person or brand so it's, it's an indicator by you know the, the head of the social media that says this is the one account that this person or brand owns, and anybody trying to be this, this account that you can easily tell it's not them because they don't have the check mark so that's the purpose, and when people are trying to get the check mark, they really need to keep that in mind because it, it's that impersonation that's the risk and that, that gets people that blue check mark
0: Got it so you're when you're verified you're preventing somebody from I guess for lack of a better term, it's kind of spoofing and impersonating your business. Correct, it's a step by, by the platforms to prevent impersonation. Got it. So how do, we, how do we get
1: verified? Yep, everybody wants the blue check mark. It is, you know, the 21st century's equivalent of instant credibility and authority. Uh, everybody, everybody wants the check mark. The, and I did a whole hour and a half webinar series on this. I'll try and not keep it that long. But <laughs> Uh, the moral of the story is anybody can do it. Um, obviously, the best way to do it and the way that most people do do it is you become somebody notable and you do that through uh, exposure in the media. Uh, the verification checkmark is an exact correlation to what is going on in the media. The more commonly you appear across not only online platforms, but if you're on TV, if you're you know huge on multiple social media platforms... You're at high risk of impersonation, so they'll give you the check mark. There are a lot of agencies, and, and we do this as well, that offer verification services uh, where you can you know, pay an agency to provide that media coverage and then submit you, your account for verification through a back end media panel. So imagine you're an athlete or a, a rapper and you get picked up by a massive agency and you don't have that verification yet. The first thing that they're gonna do is get you that blue check mark, and they have access to a back end Facebook panel. Uh, they call it a media panel. They only assign it to agencies uh, doing over 100, $100 million in ad spend a year to request that checkmark. And agencies such as mine have access to those, those types of portals uh, to, re- to request that checkmark from the back end, and it's a much higher likelihood of it working. But in order for it to work, that that person needs significant media coverage and in top-tier outlets that are actually credible and notable. Got it. So it's by
0: getting that exposure, it's making the the it easier for the social channel to actually
1: verify that you are who you say you are. Yeah. The first thing they're going to do at Facebook or TikTok or wherever you're trying to get verified is throw your name into Google News and see what pops up. Uh, so if what's popping up is feature articles about you in, uh, in those top tier outlets like Entrepreneur, Forbes, Inc., and there's a lot of buzz around you, they'll be able to tell right away and they'll assign you that check mark. But if you're not popping up in Google news, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to get the check Mark.
0: Are there any social channels
1: that don't offer this verification service? So there's a lot of social channels that I don't work with for verification. Uh, Twitter. I don't work with YouTube. I don't work with LinkedIn. I don't work with, Okay. Um, but for, for the most part I know Twitter does offer verification. I know it's relatively easy to do it on Twitter. I just, Don't know anything about that world. Yes, you don't get into it. It's not something I touch. TikTok is very easy to get on, get verified on nowadays. I've gotten like three people verified in the last two weeks on TikTok. The requirements are much lower. And the older a platform gets, the harder it's going to be to get verified on that platform. For example, Instagram, very hard to get verified on Instagram. Facebook, a little bit easier. TikTok, very easy so that that's also important to know when you're when you're looking to get that check mark
0: and is this verification for individuals as well as companies, or
1: it's actually much easier to get verification as an individual because individuals tend to be at higher risk of impersonation okay but for people coming to us and saying, "Can I get my company verified?" The answer is yes usually, uh, but it's much harder it's and it's much harder to get top tier media coverage featuring companies. So and companies are at much lower risk of impersonation. So it, it's a much harder, longer process, and those companies better have a huge budget for it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Got it. Cool. Well, I love it. So let's talk about let's get into the ins and outs of PR. So what? How? How can it help um, business owners? You know, get to where they want to be. I think also, can we talk about just what what are some of the aspect things that you're doing in PR? You know, we've talked a little bit about getting featured in publications, but there's a whole lot of other things that I think people don't really think about with PR. So let's let's dig into some of that.
1: Sounds good. And yeah, uh, you know, part of the reason we've been so successful is because we make this accessible to small businesses and people who traditionally never even thought about this as a as a component of marketing for their company. Which is really what it is. It's a component of content marketing, yep. but con- content on other platforms. It's third-party validation and driving traffic through other people's media channels, and you know whether it's on Forbes or you know your marketing blog, it's still PR. Uh, how can this help your business? And this applies to just about everybody. Kind of twofold. One of them being people want to work with people and companies who are in the media. Uh, having that media coverage is an immediate stamp of authority, credibility, trust. And people want to do business with people and businesses that have a buzz around what they're doing. So that's what the media is, you know, one, in in one way, really good for. So if you're a marketing agency or you're a marketing thought leader and you're in, you know, Forbes as one of the top marketers of 2021, chances are you'll not only be able to charge a lot more, but use that across all of your social assets. Ideally that drives a ton of traffic uh, for a long time and and right away. Uh, And, the benefits are pretty much twofold. One, the authority, and two, the goal is to drive traffic through other people's media channels. Uh, The traffic doesn't always work the way you expect it to because you don't know where people are reading and listening to, but the authority, it's unreplaceable and it lasts forever. So highly recommend for everybody in the space. Uh, And like you you touched on different media platforms. Absolutely correct. Uh, There's online, there's TV, there's radio, there's podcast. It's all PR. And we help our clients uh, across every single one of them, but mostly focused on online and podcast. And there's never been a better opportunity to drive traffic and increase trust than on a podcast actually here. uh, And you know what, what we're doing right now, building rapport with people listening and ideally, you know, driving them to want to work with us in the long run.
0: Yeah, well, and, you know, I love this medium, um, video. Doing interviews, it's just one. It's great for relationship building. You meet all kinds of cool people, and you never know where those relationships are going to go. But it's also evergreen content that is just out there, and you know, you just never know when that somebody's going to come across that. And, and over time, I just look at it. You just keep building your arsenal of content that is going to drive traffic back to your site at some point. But like you yes, said, totally
1: agree.
0: you know you're you're building authority and credibility. Which you know, if you're selling your expertise as part of your business, it's critical. You have to have that. If you don't, you know, people aren't going to do business with you if they
1: don't know, like, and trust you. Exactly. And everyone who's trying to be a thought leader, which is a massive exploding industry right now, all of the coaches and the experts absolutely need this. If they're not taking advantage of PR in their business in some way they're missing out and they're missing out on leads coming to their website. They're missing out on people coming to their social media and not trusting them because how how do you get somebody to trust you when you you say you're an expert? The best way is third part, third party validation from the media.
0: Yep. So with PR, how do you guys track return on investment? Or I mean, because I could see how some of this may be a little bit difficult to, to track, but what do, you, what do you guys do to help clients determine whether it's working well for them or not?
1: Yep. And this is a, a challenge for everyone in, this, in the PR industry, because it's not like uh, in the marketing world where you're running a pay-per-click advertising R- right. campaign and you say, okay, I'm putting 300 in, I'm getting 400 out, go to ROI. Yes. PR is not quite like that. And we, we tell them straight from the beginning, it's, it's not uh, a, a PPC ad campaign. It's for somebody that's already successful, already generating revenue yeah. and now wants to take their business to the next level, increase their conversions, charge more for their services and ideally create uh, a traffic system through this organic marketing that you're doing across other platforms. Yeah. But yes, it's, it's very hard to track the direct ROR ROI of PR, but for, for example, we have these success stories. We have a client. Ah, uh, based in LA runs an art gallery. We got her a, a one feature article in the LA Times and sold out her entire art gallery overnight. It it's not like that for everybody. Yeah it's, some people spend three to six months trucking, get pretty solid media coverage, but never see the direct return. But you know, six months later they see, okay, wow, like people are starting to convert better. People are staying with me longer. Uh, my my website, you know, traffic has not gone up so much, but people are staying there longer. And I wonder why. And that that's kind of the, the unseen beauty of PR. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things we talk about a lot from a marketing standpoint is online reviews. You got to have them super important, but it's really hard to track how much your reviews are actually bringing you business. People just have to buy into it. You know, it's like, yep. yes, I get it. I have to have them if you don't have them, you're losing business and you just don't even know it and I think this it's the same thing with p r so you're when people get into p r you're really looking for people that that have that mindset of I need to build my brand, I need to increase my authority and I see the value in p r and i'm I'm okay with investing in that and not being able to directly track the r o i
1: exactly and this is for some p r is for people and businesses who are already bringing in enough and have an extra marketing budget. It is not for somebody who just started an e-commerce startup with no funding and it's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to give you $2,000 to run my PR campaign and I need to see my business grow and get increase my sales by this much. It does not work like that. PR yeah. is good for somebody who's coming to us with a certain level of success already.
0: Got it. Okay. Do you think it, can they also, I mean, is it effective for them if, as leads are coming in just asking where people found out about them? Right. I mean, if they, Hey, how'd you find out about me? And they're saying, Oh yeah, I saw you were featured in Forbes. Well, okay, cool. Jay did that for me. (laughs) Right.
1: I mean, I ask all of our clients where they found us. Um, You know, we've, my PR agency itself has been featured in all of the top tier outlets uh, most of the time, they don't find us there. They find us through our marketing, and yeah. most of the time, in our marketing is all of our PR coverage. So you know, you're you're running ads. You want to run ads with your PR in it. It'll increase the value of your ads. It'll increase the clicks. It'll increase the trust. Yeah. And so you know, chances are they're not going to find your article unless your yeah. article is ranking very highly on SEO, or if that article goes out on in a newsletter somewhere, which happens occasionally. Yeah. But the where fact you're going to see.
0: They, When they come to your site and they're seeing you've been featured,
1: that's building your instant credibility right there. And not just on your site, on your yeah. emails, on your social media, on your advertising, on your, your pay-per-click ad campaigns, on everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a marketing tool. If you're trying to drive traffic and sales through PR, that's why we include podcasting in just as just about as many packages as we can. Because if we're able to get our clients in front of other people's audiences where they can discuss their service and their expertise, then they'll drive traffic, then they'll drive clients. And in that podcast, the first thing that the, you know, we're going to ask them to put in their bio is, you know, this is Jay Feldman featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, Business Insider, et cetera, et cetera. Instant credibility builder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, once you can say that, it's so much easier to get booked on other podcasts as well, right?
1: Exactly, bigger opportunities, speaking engagements. Uh, this is this is what people are looking for.
0: Yeah, right on. So that leads into the hook in the beginning of this, which is how do you how the heck do you get featured in in publications like like Forbes? I mean, I'm, I don't know a business owner that wouldn't want to be featured in a magazine like that.
1: Absolutely, and I just also did a thirty minute video on this. I'll try and keep it relatively short. There are two ways to get into top tier publications. They're very closely monitor their contributors to not take money for promoted promoted content. So with that being in mind, to get into these top tier outlets, there, there are two ways. One of them being organically, you have a good story. You have a good founder story. You're doing something unique. You're giving back to the community. You ideally work with a publicist and put your story together into a pitch and a press release. You build a relationship with somebody who writes for Forbes or you make friends with uh, you know, someone on their contributing staff, one of their Forbes council members, and you, you ask them to look at your story and see if it's something they're interested in writing about. If you have a good story, uh, a lot of times they'll be receptive to it and they'll do a write-up for you. Uh, but again, this is, it's usually very non-promotional. Uh, unless you have a really unique unique story, it's not going to be a feature article. It'll usually be like a mention or a quote. But that's the best way to get in. Sometimes it takes some creativity in terms of formulating your story and finding the right person who wants to write about it. Uh, but that is the best way to work with a publicist and try and attack it organically. A lot of publicists Mm -hmm. have good relationships with, with people at these outlets, specifically Forbes. This is an outlet that we work with every week. Uh, I would say half of our clients end up in Forbes if they're with us for three months, some with feature articles. So the relationship going into it helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, now, there are also agencies, and we offer this as well, who spend a lot of time making relationships with contributors that are willing to do promotional content under the table. and This is kind of the unspoken world of PR. And they'll take, <laughs> they'll, they'll take $5,000 and they'll do a promotional write-up and publish it as, as an organic piece, uh, a, a general interest piece. Uh, typically, this ranges from five to ten thousand dollars. It can take up to three months. The contributors and journalists at these outlets can't do this every day, back to back, or every. All of their content's going to get ripped down. They're going to get taken out. So the availability is very low, and the turnaround time is very high, and the price is very high. So my my suggestion and the good practice is always to figure out a way to do it organically, and okay. there, there's always a way to do it organically. Everybody can can make a good story or spin their current story in a way that is newsworthy.
0: Do you find, do they need to have press mentions in, you know, third, second tier type publications before being able to get into a, a, something like Forbes or does it matter?
1: No, uh, I, I do think it helps when people have a good backbone of like organic coverage because it says that this is the story people are interested in and this is the story that I'm going to spin and pitch to Forbes if you try and pitch them you know if just Forbes your your first try on pitching a story you're probably not going to get in it's much easier to get into smaller outlets but no there's no requirement for you to already be notable or to have coverage before in fact I'm sure a lot of these contributors and journalists want to be the first one documenting this awesome story but typically Forbes is not going to be the first place you end up
0: got it so the bottom line is they need somebody like you jay
1: (laughs) yeah uh, if this is your goal you need to work with a professional Um, people and this is very hard to yourself especially without those existing relationships Yeah. and i haven't been in this world for so long but the publicity team that i work with all has 10 to 20 years of experience per publicist and especially over the pandemic you know it's been horrible for so many companies who have been abandoning their, their on staff PR and we've been so fortunate enough to pick up some really great talent and each of them brings to us years and years of personal connections that really helps a lot.
0: Yeah. So it's uh, like, like most things in business, it's all about the, the relationships that you have and, you know, and leveraging those relationships. Yes. Specifically in PR. Yeah. Okay, cool. Any, any uh, last minute words of advice about PR before we wrap things up?
1: Yeah, so if you know, you're listening and maybe you are in that startup phase and you know, our, our starting package of $2,000 a month is scary, still scary to you without knowing the ROI, there are options just to do instant get that instant form of credibility. It's not going to be an organic. You're not going to work with a publicist. But perceived value is still value. Uh, when people are landing on your page, this is just like reviews. Uh, you know, I do think it's an important stamp for every company nowadays to have, to to retain. And people are looking for it now. Uh, yes. So I, I really, I really can't stress this enough as a trust booster, as a credibility booster. But if you're in a place where your business is doing well and you really want to take it to the next level, increase your prices. Uh, drive more conversions. I I do recommend working with a publicist, even if it's for one month. I think the benefit that you get from it and from learning how this space works is going to be so powerful for you and your business.
0: Love it. Where can, uh, where can people learn more about you if they, if they want to take advantage of it? And if you need PR guys, talk to Jay a few times, trust him. He's going to do great work for you. So,
1: Yep. Thank you so much for saying that. Uh, My website is otterpr.com, otter like the animal. And best place to get in contact with me directly is my personal Instagram. That's at Dr. Jay Feldman. I believe you you have it there on the screen. So thank you. And if you can share it in the show notes too, I respond to all of my DMs. Just let me know that you saw me on the show. And I'd be happy to book a personal call with you as well.
0: Awesome. Jay, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I learned something. I know I know everybody that listens to this or watches it will as well. Um, for those of you that have tuned in, thank you for doing so. Again, I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing. If you want to gain clarity on where to focus your marketing efforts right now to get the best return, hop on over to our website, RialtoMarketing.com. That's R-I-A-L-T-O-Marketing.com. Click on the Get a Free Consult button. Guarantee you will get a ton of value from the call and walk away knowing what those next steps should be. So thank you again for tuning in. Remember, marketing shouldn't be difficult. All you need is the right plan. Till next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us and how we help businesses grow, or simply check out the show notes, visit us on the web at www.rialto That's www.rialto